said, yeah. Podcasting, that's three R's. We hard. So the mommies wanna ride on it like yeehaw. But don't horse around, I'm a wild boy. Hug town like the cowboys. Chop cheese off the loud boy. Got him saying, turn it down, boy. I'm in NYC with Brian and Frizz. Eyes low, but steady eyeing a bitch. But wait, more than that, I'm eyeing the chips. Cause 50 said them hoes come with the shit. And that's a fact, like I tell no lies. All in well, hug town. The revolution will be televised. Yeah. 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 What's good, e? What's up, y'all? What's going on, Ryan? How you? I'm chilling, man. Chilling. What's up with you, boy? Chilling, my brothers. Uh, episode 78 of the Year Podcast. It's your boy, Fridge. And I'm here live with my co-hosts. What's good? C63, Brian. How's everybody doing? What's up? What's yeah. up? What's good? What's good? And we got my mans in the building. From Wash Heights, currently residing in beautiful ass Florida. We lost another New York nigga to Florida. CEO of Mambo Boxing himself, owner, CEO, my man Rafa. What's good, bro? Gentlemen, gentlemen, thank you very much for having me, man. I appreciate the love. Um, thank you for having me on another episode of the Year Podcast, 78, almost 200, yeah. man. Almost 200. Y'all got to do a big 400 live in Times Square. Think it's our map <laughs> Thanks, guys. <laughs> Thanks, guys. I appreciate it. So, Brian, what up, man? What's good? How you? You chilling? Chilling, bro. Just here, nigga, home like always. Trying to stay out of this fucking cold, bro. I feel you, man. Yo, Rafa, what's, what's the weather like out there right now? It's 71 degrees right now. Jesus. 71 that's degrees, like, nice and mild. And that's a cold day for them. That's a cold day. Yeah, right, yeah. That's a cold day for them. What would a New Yorker do right now for 71 degrees outside? Shit, I wish I could fucking... 71 would be fire right now. It is nice to have cold weather in the past. I'm not going to lie, bro. You, you, you a cold weather guy? Oh, no. Nah, bro. I'm... I'm, I'm I was born in DR. I came, I mean, I grew up in New York, but six years in DR kind of, you know, establishes your DNA for like, to like warm weather. So I dig warm weather, man. Where, where are you from? From Santiago. Oh, from Santiago. Yeah, it's you out. It's you out, it's you out, you out. Yo, I had a question. So that's the baseball team, like the Dominican baseball teams. Shout out are to you, the Aguilas. Are you the, are, I was going to say, are you the team with the L or are you the team with the A? I'm on team with the A. Yeah, the oh, L right, is. So that's the black and yellow. That's that's the black and yellow team. Black and yellow. Yep. Okay, Brian, are you you're not familiar with Dominican baseball? Are you? Oh no, nigga. Okay, not even okay. a little bit. Okay, <laughs> so I, I neither, neither am I. Neither am I. I'm the all, all that I shit know is not is, for me. I'm the. Uh, I'm from San Pedro Macorís, so I'm the green, the green team. The Estrellas, yeah, the Estrellas. Yeah, the ones. They, they're like the. They were like the. Uh, yeah, I won two Cubs. years ago. They won yeah, two they years. were like the yeah. Cubs of the MLB. They they this they won one two years ago, but they haven't won in like a hundred something years or some shit yeah. like that. Before that, they didn't win until before my dad was born. That was like nineteen sixty seven. Crazy. Uh, damn, my nigga. And you 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 from the Heights, right? Well, yeah. Well, yeah, you from the Heights. Yep. Okay. Well, what was that like? What was, what was that like? Was it crazy out there or not? I mean, obviously, well, we don't know, but this is a dumbass question. But I'm asking. Growing up Crazy in the Heights, where? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think, I think everybody that's listening to the podcast knows how the Heights usually is. You know, 
I usually yeah. migrated between 170 and 180, but never went past that. Um, I mean, it's crazy, but it kind of feels like home because coming from the Dominican Republic to the Heights, you kind of feel like, you know, until you step out of that realm, you don't, you don't realize, you know, yo, you're really gifted, you know, a gift because you're able to leave your country and be transplanted in a, a place that's almost everybody from your country. So, you know, it's, it felt like home, you know, you still see the hood, hood ratchet shit, but that didn't seem out of the norm to me, <laughs> you know? Okay. Did you go to school around here or not? Yeah, yeah, I went to, uh, I went to, I, I went to IS-90 before it got, you know, broken up into all that, the middle school. Okay. When it was and still then, good. When it was still good, man. C module for life. I remember that, man. Um, yeah, and then I ended up leaving the Connecticut for like six months, and then at 12 years old, you know, I had the initiative to tell my dad, yo, Connecticut sucks, bro. Can I please go back to New York? <laughs> and he let me go back to my heart, so... I ended up uh, going back and then ended up going to Dubs and then the rest is history because, you know, high school is really a, a foregone chapter in most people's lives. That's not something I'm trying to <laughs> recollect or whatnot, you know? Yo, I, f- I feel like every Dominican goes, when they want to go somewhere like like up or for, like further north, is either they go to Boston or they go to Connecticut. Why? I don't know. Yeah, why Why is that a thing? Like, but, where, what Dominican was like, the first one? Huh? And it's so opposite of what you're used to as a Dominican. Like you, you want warm. You go Boston where it's freezing, and yeah. Connecticut's full of snow. I don't get it. It makes yeah, it yeah. Make sense, man. <laughs> I was like, I you mean, know, somebody just said, "Yo, I'm a migrant. I'm gonna stay there." Like, fuck it. They don't consider te- Jersey though. Technically, it's not Boston. It's Lawrence because oh, Lawrence, yeah, 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 yeah. You don't have a lot of people from Massachusetts, man. Like, yo, we're not even Boston, bro. It's Lawrence, even Rhode Island. It's the same shit. Yeah, Rhode Island, Providence. There's a lot of Dominicans in Rhode Island, yo. You'd be mm-hmm. surprised. I'm like, damn, what the fuck y'all niggas doing there? I don't fuck the job. But why they don't go to Jersey? Why they don't go they to are. Jersey? They Jersey's are. Jersey. right there. It's like they Jersey's straight right skip Jersey. They're like, nah, we'd rather go anywhere else than Jersey. Yeah. They're, only in one part, they're only in one part of Jersey. They're Jersey's like horrible. Bay, they're like, they're like in Bayonne or some shit like that. Bro, it's like if Jersey people stink to Dominicans. Like, that's it. <laughs> uh, nah, I don't. I don't want to go. Well, them people stink over there in New Jersey. I'm going to Connecticut. I could breathe better. Yeah, Yo, my, my so you, just moved. Yeah, from the Bronx to Connecticut. Yeah, to Connecticut. Look, and, and, and and they like it out there. Yeah, but you know what's funny? He just hit me a couple weeks ago. I talk to him damn near every day, but specifically a couple weeks ago, he was like, "Yo, this cold shit is gonna be a dub, bro. We looking at Florida or Arizona?" <laughs> and I was like, "It didn't even take him a year living out there to consider that." No, Arizona is fire, literally, and so, nigga, and so fucking cheap to nigga, cheap to live in, like to get houses and shit. Yeah, OD cheap. I've never actually, I've, I've never been. I would like to go though. I've never been. Yeah, I heard it's hot. <clears throat> uh, hot, but mostly kind of like dry air. You don't get that humidity that kills you, like in the NYC summer months or that Florida mm-hmm. humidity. It's it's crazy because it's mostly dry air, the desert, but. Um, I was going to tell Frizz that, yo, the minute you start realizing that you could live a better life outside of New York for way less, that, like, makes New York instantly forever unappealing for the rest of your life. No matter how cultured it is, no matter how popping certain spots could be in New York, like, there's just come to a point, and I think we're all at that point where our quality of life isn't determined by how lit shit could be. 
You feel me? Yeah, you just want to be. You're like you know, my sixth friend who moved to Florida. Yeah, from man. You know? From New York, and I'm just like, yo, like, what? Do, I'm losing one. I'm losing one. I'm losing a friend. All the, I'm like, yo, it's like, I'm like, damn, yo, what the fuck do I do? Like, and I'm, I'm thinking about it as well. But it's like, I didn't, I didn't think it was gonna happen. You know what I'm saying? I've known you since 2010, 11 years now. At least a decade. Yeah. Yeah, I've met. I met. Uh, for those that don't know, I met Rafa playing football at Riverbank. When um, you play for G Dubs, right? You play for yeah. G Dubs, and like me, we have a lot of mutual friends because a lot of them, uh, for people who don't, some people who listen to podcasts on football, so they, they know. But a lot of y'all, a lot of them play for the Wild Cards, and um, I was I play for the Gators, and then um, but we used to play Sundays at Riverbank. Yeah, and that's how I, that's how I feel like I got cool with you, and um. You you was a little you you was, you was a little you was a little bigger than but you was always fast. Yeah. And I was like, yo, this motherfucker's quick. And then I, I remember, yo, you you almost snuffed the dude too. I never forget that shit. I never forget that shit. So the dude thought he was froggy and you you flipped your hat backwards and you was like, so what's up? <laughs> I can't remember that one. Ah, yeah, my nigga, you almost snuffed the nigga. I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> I mean, I'm not doubting it because you know we've all we we've all been uh you know so we're not. Fo- we are Before different people than when we were in 2010. Look, look at him being humble. No, no, I was never, I was no, never a staticky dude. But I, I, I was probably prone to certain outbursts because yo, you're young, you know, you motherfuckers want to test you. So, and we all know football is super testosterone driven. So, yeah. who doesn't want to fucking you know get busy when you're already you know playing contact sport with grown men and like hitting them and shit, you know? Yeah. Then. You you went MIA you went MIA to the world. You started doing kickboxing. You started getting into boxing. Mm-hmm. Then I was like, "Yo, bro, what up?" <laughs> Set it up. Go ahead. Set it up. Go ahead. Set it up. I was like, "Yo, bro, what's good? How you been?" He literally sent a "Yo, bro" uh, Facebook message way back when there wasn't even an app for Facebook Messenger. Like, you had to only, you could only check your messages on a fucking PC, on a computer. Dub, dub my screen. And I looked at it. I was like, yo, bro, I see you in, I see you in some boxing. I'm thinking about doing, I'm thinking about doing MMA. So he left uh, you on scene? Left me on scene, bro. Yeah, I left, left you on, on scene. You know, and I, I can't dispute that. Never I'm wrote back. To- Never but he said he, he's listening to the story with a smile on his face. Like I'm waiting because yeah, it's funny recalling it. Because Fridge is one of my best friends now, so recall treating yeah. him like that is funny to me now. I'm gonna pull up the yeah. screenshot. I'm gonna put up the screenshot. I put on the page. Like yo, you, you wasn't worthy. Of, you wasn't worthy for a comment back. Yeah, yeah, I he know. Comment at least. I ain't shit. <laughs> you can't even like shit back then. It you was that like old, bro. Oh, yeah, it was that yeah, old. Yeah, a thumbs up. Or you were still using the fucking <laughs> this, this was before Twitter even had a DM option. Like, this is old. Dang. You know? Left me on scene, bro. I was like, damn, all right. And then fucking a few years later, um, that's when we started working together. We, we, we was yeah. bouncers and shit like that. I didn't recognize yeah. you at first. I was drunk. No, nah, I definitely. Oh, you was. The first time we seen you, I seen you was that off the wagon. And you recognized yeah. me. That you the, I, didn't, I didn't recognize I the beard. Yeah. I didn't recognize the glasses. Cause I've never seen you with glasses on. Yeah, yeah. So I was just like, I was like, oh shit, what up? And then once I, I was like, I'm out here, but cool. Then I told everyone, I said, nah, that's my dude, he good. And yeah. then since then, it was, since then we've been cool. Then you, you yeah. started boxing again. You was on, now is Mambo Boxing. Yeah, I. Uh, what made you want to do that? Like, let's just let's let's get into that. Um, 
I grew up watching the the nineteen nineties Tyson fights. You know, when 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 everybody used to get together in the crib and the fights used to last two rounds, but nobody gave a fuck because it was exciting or whatever. So, yeah. you know, I think I think growing up like that, and you know, my father had problems with alcohol when I was a kid, and you know, he wasn't really the best person to be around. So, I feel like I internalized a lot of shit, and you know, you grow up a teenager with no real outlet because although I liked football, I didn't start playing football because I wanted to. People was just telling me like, yo, you're big, you'd be good. So I tried it, you know, but, and then boxing was my first real athletic choice that I was like, yo, I want to do this. But I didn't find a boxing gym. So I went to a kickboxing gym in Chelsea in New York it's called yeah. Evolution Muay Thai, full of good people. They even produce a UFC fighter. She's a, she's a female in the strawweight division. So, I did it for two years, and then I was like, yo, I want to get my hands better because, you know, I lost the fight by split decision where I felt like I could have had better combos. I went to go to Church Street where I wanted to train with a guy named Jason Strout who has had multiple world champions in MMA. Yeah. But he started, he's a striking coach. He works on hands, feet, all that. Um, he's a Milwaukee state titleist and all that. So my main coach at Evolution told me, yo, if you want to go work with him, you got to leave. He was one of those purest kind of guys where it's got to be with him or with nobody. And I was like, you know what? That's crazy how we said that. And now everything is like evolved. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Everything's a little so, bit of everything now, you know? Yeah. So yeah. I went over with Jason and the rest is history, man. I trained with Jason since 2013 up until 2017. And... um. I competed with him a couple times. I won a couple fights. Um, you know, competed in the gloves, made it to the quarterfinals. So, you know, 2016, did all right, man. That's a good time. That's is Church Street like one of the um is Church Street you said I guess that's the well, that's the best gym in New York. Is it is it, is it Manhattan or is it Brooklyn? It's 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 in Manhattan. Um okay. it's down by the financial district by Park Place off Cambridge. Is it really on is it really on Church Street or is it, is, is that's why they call it that or <laughs> They had a second location that's really on Church Street, but I don't know where the name came from because it's it's right off of Park Place, uh, the train stop. Okay. So it's not even on Church Street, but maybe that's where the original building started and they moved or whatever. But okay. you know, it's one of the most um, renowned gyms in the. Because I'm always, I'm always about it. How uh, far is is how far is Park Place from Church Street? Uh, probably like a eight nine minute walk. Maybe that's like their hood, like that's where they're from, and they just got that location, something like that. Could be, but I mean, it's stuck, man. You know, it's super easy to say, you you know. And if you want to just say, "Yeah, I'm gonna go back there," I'm going to church. We we used to always say that, so you know. um, Church, that's that's a dope. It's it's one of the last like OG gyms in the city because it's that you got Gleason's in Brooklyn, you know. And when I say OG, I got the confused. Okay. Yeah. When I say OG gyms, I'm talking about the old school gyms where, like, you know, you still got fight posters on the wall. Some of the bags got duct tape on them because they're just so old. Like, that real grimy feeling that you should get from a boxing gym. Oh, yeah. There's not too many of those left. So, you know, you know what that feels like. I I would take you to the Bronx all the time. So, you know. Yeah, yeah. You know, John's John's gym. Yeah. So. That's what I was going to say because I'm not going to lie. Like, I've never done boxing at all. And I never, like, I didn't really catch much of an interest into it mm-hmm. until I seen you do it. Because I went with yeah. you that, that day to do it, and I was like, yo, this seems like fun. Obviously, I know it's not easy, you know what I'm saying? Nothing's ever easy. But mm-hmm. 
I didn't realize how not easy it is. I was like, oh, I could. It's fucking hard. Right? I got a little power. I got a little power or something. I could. Yeah. You know, I could see something, but then you basically you broke it down in a way where it was like, yo, nigga, all right. Like you let me. My first day, John. You was like, all right. I punched the back for like three minutes as hard as I can, and he was like, all right, you done now? You done with your bullshit? Now let's <laughs> let's do it the right way. You know, what I'm saying? Now let's like, do it the right way. Yeah. Yo, yeah. I still got the video, bro. I'm just I'm trying to handle this shit. However. And then he's yeah. at the end, he's telling me, I right, I would have caught you here, I would have caught you there. Like your stance is <laughs> fucked up, you, you suck. But it was all encouragement, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah, he's putting yeah. me on to learn how to be better. And I've done classes. I you know, I'm I'm a protege of, of Mambo Boxing. He but, sure um, is. He sure is. That shit is bro, that shit is hard, man. But yeah. it's no joke. It's no fucking joke, man. So yeah. why the name Mambo Boxing? Like well, you finally I mean you're a coach now, so you wanted you wanted to like what made you want to coach anyway? Um, I feel like it was just a natural progression, you know, um, a lot of fighters that want to stay in the sport and love it and care about it and care about the development of it, its future, their next natural step is to be a coach. But, you know, as with all all the things you have to put the work in, you know, just because I did certain things as a fighter or I was a sparring partner for UFC fighters or pro boxers, whatever. That doesn't guarantee me any success as a coach, you know. What guarantees success is your desire to actually be a coach, you know. Yeah. I mean, the reason I bring that up is because Michael Jordan, the greatest basketball player probably ever, really is bad at evaluating talent, you know, in regards to basketball. You know, he he doesn't draft well. He doesn't sign the good the, the right people, you know. So it's it's just because you're good at something doesn't equate to you being able to teach it. Is all I'm trying to say, you know. So, That's true. That's that that you know. I came, I came, I came with it with a real sense of yo. You know, you got to switch gears. You know, start looking at stuff from different eyes. And I said, I chose mambo boxing because fighting is an individual sport. And in a lot of individual sports, you get to, you know, show your personality and your culture a lot more. Um, you know, how many fights have you seen in the UFC where people come out with their flag? You know, it's because yeah. you know that platform lets you be there like that. You know. You don't see shit like that in the NFL or the NBA, you know? So no, no, I no. felt like, you know, the word mambo just comes from our culture of dancing. In boxing, I've always seen it like a dance. There's a rhythm to it, you know? Um, you got to have certain a certain rhythm to it, like like dancing, literally. So why not just call it mambo boxing? And it's catchy. So, That's know? a good look. That's a good look. Mambo boxing sounds fire. When, when you sent me the name, when you sent me the name and when you sent me what, what it was like, I was like, all right. Yeah. And I like this. The, logo. the logo. I was like, oh yeah, yeah this we gotta move yeah. on. We we gotta go. This is this is fire. Like I, I yeah. do like this and it was good. Yo, do people it's huh? It's I feel like it's catchy and it's it's it, like it goes together very well. I mean I tried, man. I tried yeah, I tried like, to make it something that's simple and a lot of it, um, it sounds fun too. Like there's a fun like a fun play to it, like mambo yeah. boxing, like it's something exactly. like exactly, exactly that too, man. Because I kind of wanted to ease some of the tension off of the fact that by uh, boxing is a very violent nature. Mm-hmm. So you know, I kind of don't want to scare that, people. Yeah, away it takes that. that out. Of, it takes that thought yeah. out of it. Like it sounds yeah. like dance boxing, mambo exactly. boxing. That's Dude, what do, you did there. do do people shit on you because of like? Because of your size, because you, because you, you, you a bigger dude, but you got moves. Do people shit on me? Um, yeah, and you've seen, and you've done this at all. Like uh, you've done this for a while now, so it's like it's not like, yeah. like you know, I'll what say, saying? like can I, see can all I the big that? dude. Yeah, I'll, I'll say shit, shit slash, um, fuck, which, damn, underestimated. 
Don't that's know. probably a better word. That's probably a better word. Um, that 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 word is probably what sums up most of my interactions until I start moving around. Because Fridge has seen this firsthand that I when I, I start it. moving, the eyes start peeling and turning, and they're like, "Whoa, hold up." Um, uh, then the underestimation is I I kind of like that aspect of it because people don't expect me to be as fast as I am as you know as as light on my feet as I am and they don't expect I think I also think they don't expect me to have an understanding of boxing that I do yeah. have because Fritz has seen me spar with guys that on paper should be faster than me and should be teeing off on me but just have no success because I understand the concepts in boxing in boxing there's concepts like timing. You know, you can beat somebody's speed with timing. There's concepts like rhythm. You know, if you catch somebody's cadence and rhythm, you can disrupt their fights uh, or you can disrupt, you know, their combination, stuff like that. And, you know, I think Fritz has seen all of that firsthand. So I always, I always revel in the man because I know by the time that I'm done training, people are going to be like, okay, he's, he's probably a little different because, you know, he can do all, I can do all the things the lighter guys do. You know, there's nothing that they do that I can't, so. And I've never let I've never let my size kind of dictate what I can and can't do, you know. Uh, Where's uh, and you you're and you're in Florida now. We we gotta wrap up this interview part and start talking about topics. But um, yeah. yeah, I got one last thing before before we start talking about some other shit. Um, so what's what's up with Florida? What like you moved to Florida? What's up with that? Like you just you just got tired of it? You want to get the fuck out of there? Um, it was, again, it was a natural progression in life. Um, I dated, uh, when me and my girlfriend started talking, we were a long distance thing, you know, and for all the, for all the flack that long distance relationship gets in this generation about how all the jokes people get about, yo, how y'all gonna FaceTime, y'all gonna FaceTime fuck or whatever. So it's like, for all the jokes that there are in this day for social media, we made it through two years of long distance you know we see each other every three months maybe eight weeks you know we try um yeah. the longest we went was six months without seeing each other but you know it came very very early in the process it came it was the reality that yo we're not gonna live in new york because it's just not feasible you know raising a family you're living together so it was very easy to let her you know tell me <laughs> hey you gotta move down here move it down. Like, all right we, it's time hey i, I know hey i know I know, I, I know that feeling. I, I've had friends who's like, you know what? I'm out. I'm going to Florida, guys. Fuck yeah. I'm, I'm a, lot, a lot of people say it, man, fact. but we planned it, you know, and now we got our, we got our own place. We're living together. And, yeah, listen, that's good. I'm, I've actually, I've, I've actually met your girlfriend. She's super She's cool. Like, you know, I even told you that. I said, yo, bro, yeah, that's the one, bro. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I bro, remember you, that. You did really good, bro. Yeah. <laughs> At Jake's, yeah. at Jake's, I remember. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man. Yeah. So where, where's Mambo Boxing now? Like you, you would have you planning on like uh, like what's your plans for Florida? Like take over Florida and all that. I mean, the plan for Mambo Boxing is to be its own entity, its okay. own its own headquarters. Like I want to have eventually own my own gym. Yeah. Uh, I want to have world champions one day. You know, actually grow people. Like you know, grow a stable of fighters. But Mambo Boxing is also the place where it's not just for the person that wants to compete, you know? It's for the the mom that just had a baby and wants to lose some of that baby weight. It's for the the dude that's always been teased his whole life and just wants to have a little self-confidence. Come on over to Mambo Boxing, you know? It's, it's for anybody that, you know, has 
maybe the high school athlete that has let life, you know, kind of beat him up a little bit as life beats us all up and gained a couple pounds since high school and wants to just feel better about themselves. I'm a boxing is for anybody, man, because I believe boxing is for the people. You know, boxing started as a very, very accessible thing where it used to be poor guys that would fight for for money, you know, and they would yeah. just let them fight until, you know, they couldn't. So, you know, it's not something that you need, you know, an obscene amount of dollar for, you know, it's kind of like uh, soccer. Soccer is so popular in the world because it's so easy to play. You just need a ball and some yeah. other things. So And legs. Uh, yeah, <laughs> so I, I'm trying to I'm trying to just make Mambo boxing accessible to all, and I, and I think I live in a city that preaches inclusivity, you know, which is Orlando, Florida. So I kind of want to follow suit with that as well, you know. I want it to be for the people. Okay, if I wanted, if if uh, let's say I'm in the Orlando or Central Florida area, and I wanted to sign up for Mambo boxing, how, how do I do that? You can contact. You can hit my IG. It has all my personal contact there at Mambo Boxing, um, and then we can take it from there. We could do personal training, uh, you know, wherever you're staying at. We can go to a gym here called Impact Fitness. Uh, they're a boxing gym here off Colonial Drive in Florida, Orlando. They're real good people. They they run it real well. So, you know, there's there's a bunch of options. We could even go if you want to meet somebody in a park. Sometimes people are apprehensive about meeting somebody for the first time and they want it to be a public place, whatever. You know, we can do that too, you know? Mambo Boxing is very flexible. Okay. I like that. I like that. Well, I appreciate you sharing everything, you know, sharing your story and sharing stuff like that. Now let's get into some shit, bro. Let's get into the debauchery. <laughs> let's get into some shit. I know, I know Brian's looking all lonely there. Let's, let me get on Brian real quick. Yo, Brian, how, how, how the fuck was your Florida trip? My Florida trip was fucking awesome. You just came with from Miami or you was Orlando, Miami? I was in Miami. Miami. Okay. Last week. Was, Friday was to uh, Monday. It was great, bro. It was great. We we went to um I landed in Fort Lauderdale. Okay. We stayed in some hotel. I forgot the name of it, but it was a dope hotel. It was close to South Beach. Um it wasn't that expensive. It was like like two something, almost three hundred dollars. Okay. We paid. And it was good, bro. We tried a whole bunch of food. I had one of the best ropa viejas I've had in my life. Okay. I have a bunch of videos that I'm actually going to put on my... Um, what's the name of this? I'm going to put it on my snap, um, TikTok, TikTok. So people okay. can see, bro, because this shit was MAGA. So we just we just enjoyed our time together, chilled, because it was cold that weekend. It was fucking like oh, 67 yeah, to... It was 67 to 70-something degrees that weekend, bro. Yeah, but that's still so, better than fucking 30, 40 degrees. That's a lot, that's a lot I mean, better. Yeah, than yeah, no, 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 definitely. <laughs> I was literally, I was out there. We were both with a sweater on, and I had, like, shorts. So I have leggings. Like, it was it was just cool, like a light sweater. But it was dope. One day, we went to the beach, and, like, there were no clouds. So the sun was OD on us, so it was really hot at the beach that day. Okay. So we just chilled. But it was me trying food and relaxing, bro. You know me. I like I like trying trying new places. Did you see Omar? I didn't. I had a whole plan set up for me to sneak into Omar's um well where he lives yeah. and like TP his car or something. I like, pulled some type of prank <laughs> on him. Like, I had, had a whole plan, but then French told me that he lives in a gated community. Uh, I don't Ooh, feel like climbing chill out. and I I don't feel like climbing fences in a state where they shoot people with hoodies on. So I'm all the way good, bro. Like I was in, I'm not with it. 
<laughs> but besides that, it was a dope trip. It was a dope trip. It made me recognize how much I don't want to be in New York. Okay, like, that was an aha moment. Yeah, like because we always go to Florida. Like Florida is just where we want to be. So yeah. this time it was like, all right, I'm in New York. We're going through this pandemic, and then it's like over there. You don't have to worry about much more things, and it's hot. So, like, just imagine doing the same thing you could do in New York, but in warm weather yeah. all the time with more space and less people. It's with a lower cost of living? Awesome. With a lower cost of living. Imagine, bro, my whole thing, I'm trying to see how I can transfer my job down there. Like, if they make it permanent forever, because I want to go down there with what I make here. I don't want to go down there and make what down there offers. Like, no. Nah. Nah, yeah. The dream is to, yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah. New York rate with a Florida uh, living rate. With a Florida living rate. What? That is yeah, the I goal just, and the dream. I just had a debate with somebody uh, the other day. I started, right? Okay, I get started, right? Mm-hmm. Whatever. But, um, hailing. I, yeah, yeah. So I had a debate with somebody the other day, and I'd be like, yo, where do y'all, the shit that y'all hear, where's the proof? Like, y'all, do y'all not fact check what the shit that y'all talk about? They're like what? So, like, all right. So, I don't know if I said it on the line. I said it on the last podcast, but um, so there was somebody was telling me, yo, you know, I don't know why you go to Florida, because I I went four times. Oh, I went four times last year in twenty twenty. Um, so there was a yo, I don't know why you go to Florida. Uh, Florida's COVID infested. Uh, yeah, wilding the worst places to be on a plane. And I'm like, who, first of all, like, all right, I get it. But did you look at the numbers? Did you look at the numbers? Like, the cases of, like, COVID-19 in Florida? Like, like, do you have proof of that? Like, no, um, I just know. So I did the research myself. And I sent the screenshot. And I was like, listen, as of this date, this is how many cases are in uh, New York. This is how many cases are in the state of Florida. Florida is twice the size of New York. And it's only it's only a couple hundred more than before, you know what I'm saying? And two, that, I don't know if you heard, but it's, that's from a video clip of uh, Dr. Fauci. Dr. Fauci was like, you know, the best place to be is is really on a plane because of the circulation of the air and all that. Mm-hmm. So and so for short flights, it's not bad. Florida's a two and a half hour flight, so get out of here with that. So you and I and I said that, and you know he told me, nah, but Florida. It's wild that I'm like, yo, bro, you just want, like, so what you want me? You want to be in the heights every day, smoke a hookah in front of 40 people, blow a hookah in front of the face? Or you want me to be in the open area of Florida? They just wanted to contradict you, to be honest. Yeah, people just want to talk shit to me. People <laughs> just want to talk shit That's to me. That's literally what it is. After I got the so. COVID test and still, and still came, on, and came on negative, and I'm like, yo, like, what are y'all, what are y'all doing? I hate, sometimes, and it's not even just that, with that, with politics, I don't want to get spotted, but also politics as well, just other people, shit, I'm like, just say in general. I'm like, yo, y'all read shit from a regular a regular person and think it's facts. Do the research behind it. Like, you want to do, like, we make sure it's real. Like, y'all just copy shit. Like, politic talk, I refuse to argue and talk to people about politics, bro. Oh, yeah, no. Nah, nah, I refuse nah, nah, nah. to. I'm like, bro, I, I'm I, don't want, I don't want you. Because the shit is that people, like, I would post it and I would post what I feel about it. But that's because I can do that and it's my page. Yeah, and then course. other people would comment on there like and ask a question like, oh, but if this, this, and this happens, like they'll, they'll paint a scenario, then why wouldn't you like this person? 
I'm like, yo, you're entitled to liking them. I don't have to like them. I have a completely different opinion. Like, people don't understand that shit most of the time. So I refuse to argue with people. Yeah, 2021, I'm going to just call you out on it, but I'm not arguing. You, you take it or leave it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, no, you ain't new me, you heard? Like I said. I don't even know. I'm going to just leave them on red like they did to you. <laughs> leave them on red like Robin like, 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 Wow. Them on red like they did to you. Yo, this is crazy, man. They ain't even this, getting a thumbs up emoji. That niggas, yo, fuck them. They can go eat a well done stick. Oh, speaking of that. Speaking of that. That's a great setup for it. Speaking of that. Uh-huh. Speaking he, of that. He definitely, he definitely walked through that one. I got, I got time in my crib. Speaking of that. Speaking of that. <laughs> please tell me I don't like well done steaks. Nope. Medium rare. I refuse. It's got to be, to me, it's got to be medium rare. I know, Ralph, you said medium rare as well? Medium rare? Medium rare. Yeah. Nah, I like medium. Like straight medium. Oh, okay, okay. I like I'm that little pink. I don't, I'm, yeah, I'll take a little pink, but the, when it's still a little purple, like that purple you read. Nah, it, that's uh, bad. That's, I'm not there. I don't, I don't think red is purple. Purple's wrong. Nah, nigga. When it's gray like that, that's nasty. Yeah, you, you took all the flavor out of everything, man. Nah, I'm, I'm all the way good on that, bro. There's people that like that shit like that. I'm the good. blood is the best part, man. What are you talking about? Nah, bro. No, too much, that shit no good. Medium rare, my nigga. Like, I know the more rare, they say the more rare it is, the easier it is to eat, like to break down when you're chewing it. Yeah. But it's just, I don't know. It's not, I don't I don't like that texture. Like, so when you get medium your stomach rare, up at first. Is it the texture or is it because you just see blood? Well, medium rare? Yeah. I don't eat medium rare. I eat medium. But, but I mean, for you not, like, have you tried it? Yeah, I've tried it. I've tried it. I've so, tried a medium rare piece. So that's what I'm asking you. Is it like the blood or is it like just the... It was the texture. Like it, it didn't taste good. It didn't taste good to me. Like it didn't Where'd taste like what from? I like wanted. El- El- Valle or something? Nah, but I've been through those. I've been through the... Yeah, the worst one was like El Conde on 175th and Broadway. Their oh, yeah, churrasco's legit. Like their nah, their churrasco's really good. If but Dominicans the are making churrasco... It gotta be, it gotta be medium or anything. Only because I don't trust. No, because the thing trust. is, this is. Hey, hold on, let me let me tell you how it works in here. So it's true okay. what you was about to say. I know you were gonna say the same thing I'm about to say. So over there, Dominicans don't really cook the same way. Like when it comes to cooking their food. So yeah. if you go to over there and I go to, I'm like, oh, let me get a medium steak. It's gonna come well. If I say a medium rare or a medium under, it's gonna come medium. Like they they do the most with it, or sometimes they don't know how to cook it, or so you be like, oh, let me get a medium steak, and the shit's rare. No, I don't. I don't like Spanish people touching. Bro, Spanish people, it, it's just it's just they cook weird. <laughs> they overcook bad. most. Marries. Ah. should be we bad. Can say it though, but it's true. They overcook most food. They're like, no, it's a calenta cru. How many times you haven't heard a Spanish person say that shit? It's a calenta cru. Like, that shit is I'm not cooked. That shit look like fucking crazy. What about you, Ralph? About it. Medium rare, man. I've had, I've had. You want to know a really bad example of overcooking meat, man? You go to Chipotle and that's a steak. You gonna be chewing on that steak like it's bubble. Oh no. Nah. Oh, yo, Chipotle is what is it? The only he thing that helps it. 
The only thing that helps it is the fact that there's so much other shit, like there's rice, there's like bro, and all other shit, like you know. I wanted to be, you know, exotic one day because I always get chicken, but I wanted to, you know, venture off the beaten path one day. So I said, "Yo, let me get steak, bro." I was chewing on that. I'm like, I feel like I was fucking eating booba loop. <laughs> you know the old fucking. The old fucking. I was like, why? I, why? Why does gum. one fucking piece of steak take like three? You know, twenty-seven chews. No reason for what that, do you, bro. What do, you, what do you get though when you go to Chipotle? Because you said Chipotle, so what's your what's your your combo of choice? I usually get uh, I always get chicken. If I don't get a better lettuce, I'll get brown rice. I always get black beans, and then uh, sometimes I'll dabble with the corn. I don't do sour cream. Sometimes I get guac. So you know, but now they introduce cauliflower rice. And Bridge ain't gonna like that, so I'm gonna start getting cauliflower rice. Vegan ass nigga. Yo, yo, I, I, don't mind, I don't mind it though. Cauliflower rice, cauliflower rice isn't bad. It's, it's not it's bad, rice. Wait, wait, especially regular rice is, is, is not vegan? No, it is, but no, I'm just saying. It is. So it's, why the fuck it's, you want cauliflower a rice? It's a healthier choice. Because because uh, cauliflower rice isn't just a carb, it has more nutritional value than, than isn't rice. Isn't brown rice healthier though? It's healthy, but it's not, you know. Listen, I'm not pitting these it's against each good. other. It's a preference. It, but it's thing, not you know? good is what he was trying to say. It's not good. Brown rice okay. is bad. All right. Frizz right. Frizz is trying to paint that picture. Because for Fridge, it's all about what's good and what's not. Tell me now, you know. So what's, it's like, what sometimes you it's not about Chipotle, that. Uh, what do I get? What do you get from Chipotle? Depends if I'm downtown or uptown. But it's just, Don't, it's don't include things. your secret menu shit. Just no, no, no secret menu. Regularly, what I get is chicken and steak bowl, brown rice, uh, pinto beans. It don't matter, but usually pinto beans. I black or pinto don't matter, but usually pinto. Yeah. Um, I get the green hot sauce, the the tomatoes. Yeah, the tomato sauce. Sour cream, sour cream cheese, corn. Um, some nah, I don't I don't get guac like that. But I get half and half. If I'm uptown, like if I'm like in like the Heights, or well, I don't know the Heights. The Heights is not still open, but I don't, I, the one in the um they close that shit because of these. The one on Fordham, about that. The one on Fordham, I, I get I get double like double meat and pause. Uh, from downtown, because you know people at Fordham or what? Nah, because it's cheaper. If if and sometimes uh, they don't give a fuck. If it's mad people, they they, they don't have the time. If you downtown, hey. they'll write they'll write double double. So I I go I go half and half. So, the, so you got your little Chipotle. spots and your little tricks. I see. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So if anybody yeah. want a more affordable Chipotle, you go to Fordham. You heard? Go to Fordham because yeah, them niggas don't give a fuck. Yo, them niggas don't give a fuck. Yo, this line is crazy. Niggas is here. Just throw it. Just throw it. Just throw it in there. All right, yeah. Them niggas is worried about getting smacked after work. They don't give a fuck. That's a fact. Fordham Chipotle is ghetto as shit. Who who got the sour and who got the henny or or the or the Casamigos now? Tired of it. Yo, tired of it. I was listening to this podcast. <laughs> I was listening to this podcast. Actually, I don't want to get into that right now. All right, uh, we gonna we gonna get into that. What do y'all want to talk about? Y'all y'all, y'all want to get into um the Conor McGregor shit, or or y'all want to get into uh Keisha Cole versus Santi first? What what which one of the topics is gonna have the most input by everybody? Think about it like that. Because I didn't watch the Keisha Cole thing. Maybe Brian did, or maybe you did, but it's just, Absolutely. you know. Brian, you I mean, we could talk about the Conor McGregor because the Keisha Cole shit was trash. 
So right, we go, we go, we go, we go, we go we, talk about we the leave that trash behind. So Conor's going first. All right. Conor McGregor, UFC, was it 257 or something like that? Two, 250 something? Two something. I want, I want Fritz to start it with the, the, his first status immediately post main event. What did you post, Fritz? I put Conor's dead or done or something <laughs> like that. You said Conor needs to retire. He's dead, bro. Yo, he's not. And he didn't even spell his name right. <laughs> I put two ends. You put two ends, bro. Be respectful, <laughs> man. Conor's <laughs> dead. Nah, yo, you do. Yo, all right. So I saw it. I was at a friend's house. Uh, for his birthday, and I saw it. I was in Connecticut, and I saw it. And then um, I was watching on my phone, cause you, cause Dana White said don't stream it, or else you're gonna get you're gonna get in trouble. So I decided to stream it because yeah. I don't give a fuck what Dana White got to say. So Dana White <laughs> called one streamer, one streamer. He called one nigga. He called one nigga. The whole time. He said, "We got you, motherfucker." So you know, I'm like, so, so, he said, "Guys, put it on tonight." Like, we got him, and I'm here, like just chilling, enjoying our EZ stream. And I use I use my man's Wi-Fi too, so if I was getting caught, he was coming down with me. But I'm um, on VPN, so they can't catch me. Yeah, so I was like, all right. So the first round, I was like, okay, kind of was tagging him a little bit. And, but then once he got in the clinch, and I was like, oh, this is going to make Conor tired because because Conor got cardio issues. But he got out of it. But in my head, I was like, oh, no, he's tired. Yeah. But he was good. The second round, them leg kicks, bro. I mean, I don't know how that feels, but his leg was Fucking dead. Hurts. Like, mid-second round, his it leg hurt. was dead. And at that point, if your leg is dead, bro, your front leg is dead, you can't really do nothing about it. Like that was a fight that was, you were just sitting there. He he couldn't move. He just sat there and got and got killed. I don't think I don't think Dustin was better than him, but I think he just took advantage and Connor looked real amateur. Because See, he has what do you think, Brian? See, my thing is I'm a, I'm gonna just pick up on where you were talking about the leg. And I don't know what first round you saw because my first round, I saw Conor McGregor whoop, the, whoop his ass first round. No, he was tagging I him. I said that he was tagging no, him. No, you said he was tagging him. That's an understatement. Conor McGregor was whooping this nigga's ass the first round. And then the second round, I've been, I've, I've gotten leg kicks, nigga. That shit hurts. Yes, it hurts. But he was tired, a little bit tired. But it didn't excuse the fact that when he was fighting right before he got not technically knocked out you see him like smiling and like just like opening up way too much like he knows that he has it in the bag and he doesn't want to really move and then he just catches him right there in that in that quick that quick glimpse boom and the one that knocked him was when he was like falling sideways to the side he walked into that side hook nigga and that's the he one that, like, that's it. He couldn't go anywhere else. He, His leg was the dead. The thing is, he could have, yeah, but the shit is that he was, the way that he was positioned, he can move back into the side. Whether he that leg is. He was on the gate. Nigga, he, yeah, nah, but he was like a foot in front of the gate. That's what I'm saying. He still had that space. His his arm was almost completely extended. Imagine he would have took a step back. The hit wouldn't have been as hard. I don't know. I don't know. But I don't know. I feel like. I feel like he let like he let that part happen because he was fighting way too good of a fight to open up that way. Tell us to me, Ralph, what's up? I'm the um, expert now. The expert. Nah, I'm, I'm not an MMA coach, so I'll be the first to say that. But first and foremost, I love how I we got to give a shout out to Connor because I think he definitely took the UFC to a next level. Like he made it so much more 
appealable or whatever the fuck the word is or appealing appealing he made it more appealing to not just the average person but just more people in general and i feel like that's something that needs to be celebrated because just how ronda rousey made it so much more accessible for women and that shit has obviously paid dividends you know connor has done that for everybody everybody now makes more money on average because of connor and if you're on a Connor card, you're making more money than you would had you not been on a Connor card. I'll guarantee you that. Um, I saw a couple things. Um, Brian made some good points. Fridge made some good points. I think, however, I do disagree with Fridge. I think Dustin Poirier was the better man that night and the better fighter. I called it, and Fridge knows this. I I watched their first fight when it actually happened, and I rewatched it shortly before the second fight. I think Poirier had the better growth as a fighter. Connor was getting a little stale. He was knocking everybody out. So why the fuck would you do shit different in a fight if, if that's yeah. working, right? He had yeah. a huge fight with Floyd, which was like some people say he got over $100 million. You know, it, it changes your perspective on life a little bit when you get that much money. How could that much money not change you, you know? You'd be a fool to say, oh, no, nah, I'm the same person. That's a lie. That's a lot of fucking money. That's more Thank money you. than anyone's ever going to see in their lifetime. Moving on to the fight. I think I think just how Brian said, I saw, I gave the first round to Connor. Connor was tagging yeah. him clean, and he was getting through. The thing that happened was, I think Poirier made the adjustments on the second round. And now, before everything unfolded, Connor did hit Poirier a couple times. But he was hitting Poirier at the end of the punch. Remember, French, when I told you when, when we had our, our personal sessions that you always want to, you don't want to overextend the punch because now you're taking it past the point of where it actually has power. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Poirier was staying just outside of that. So he was getting hit, but instead of getting hit like this, he was getting hit like this. You see how now there's yeah, no force top. behind the punch? And then there was a moment where Poirier actually pointed at Connor. I don't know if y'all remember that. When he pointed at him, that's when he told him, yo, I got you figured out. I got your timing. And then that's when that check hook came. Because Connor, since the beginning of time that he's been in the UFC, he has this go-to combo. He goes jab, cross, and everybody knows that his left is dynamite. And then he'll do kind of like an up jab to kind of squeeze through somebody's guard like this. That's exactly where Poirier got that that check hook. And that's when it started. Because at that point, Poirier was like, yo, I got you, bro. Like, I figured it out. And then the leg kicking was just, I think Poirier was going to knock him out anyway. The leg kick just, it, it fastened the, the You think he would have caught him without, because mm-hmm. I, you think he, I, I don't think he was, I don't think, I don't think Connor was getting tagged before the leg part. I think, I think it would have been, but the thing is, the leg had nothing to do with Poirier figuring out his timing. Okay. He he already got that part down, so it was gonna be a matter of time, you know. Um, and the whole leg kicking thing, he was kicking him in the calf because when the calf gets strained enough, you can't put pressure on it like that. And now, yeah, he, he couldn't just, walk. You know exactly. He could. He could. And everybody saw him at the post fight. He was in the suit, but he was mm-hmm. limping. Yeah. So you know. The fucker broke my leg. Yeah, bro, that calf that calf starts pulsating when you're trying to freaking yeah, stand on it, bro. You know. And now think about it as a lead, as a, as a, as a, someone that's predominantly a puncher. Although Connor, it does have a diverse game, but he's gotten away from that because he's just starting knocking people out with his punches. As somebody that punches a lot like that, you take away somebody's lead foot, you're taking away the power in all those punches. So, what do you have to do? You know. 
Mm-hmm. It, was, it was a matter of time. It was a matter of time. But I like the fight, man. It was a good fight. I hope they have a third fight. Trilogies are kind of like a cool thing, especially when it's one one. Yeah, I would watch it. Would you guys watch the third fight? Yeah, yeah. yeah I'll definitely stream it. I'll definitely stream it for free again. Are you streaming, Yo, Ryan? Nobody, you nobody be you se- nobody sending nobody be sending me these streaming links. Nah, my cousin uh, bought I'll the it, shit. I, 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 I had a I had Ray's a got you. Chris, where do you get that link from? <laughs> I'll, I'll, DM, I'll DM it to you. I'll DM it to yeah. you. <laughs> he got so you, Biden he got you. that shit. So we got so now that we <laughs> with that. All right, we got Keisha Cole versus Santi. This is quick. Trash. You, 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 what, 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 I feel like they like the radio. Their their mics were bad because they were using they podcast. To sing. You know they were using podcast mics. That shit was horrible, bro. Yeah, yeah. It was like those. It was hard. They wasn't really trying to sing. They wasn't really like coordinated that well. Like I don't know. I feel, what I think. I feel like they, it was just overly hyped, and they just threw some shit together. Like, oh, you you available right now? I right, bet. Let's go. Like it was just. It was overhyped. It was it was overhyped because we didn't. In my opinion, it was overhyped because we didn't see it the first time because the Santi got COVID. Then the second time they canceled it again because no we did nobody knows why. Then the third time, uh, it was on a Thursday, which I kind of like versus it on Saturdays. I don't know why, but Thursdays versus. I mean, it don't matter. I wasn't doing shit, but for some reason, the Saturday to me it just hits. It hits. It hits. I feel like it's, that should have been Saturday, a Saturday. makes more sense because there's more people. More people to watch, it. yeah. I had people telling me now nah, they was going to sleep. I, I know, I'm like, nah, I'm, I'm not watching this. Or after like round four or five or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't like the Instagram live feed because they they were separate from each other. Yeah, and that takes and doing that when we when we live, it takes away the it takes away the, the audio. So it sound it sounded like shit on Instagram. On Apple Music, it sounded a lot better. Cause it was just better quality. Like it, was it was a better, it was a better stream. It was a better streaming quality on it. But um, I thought it was rushed, man. They they came late, but all the other all verses come late. The DJ was shitty. Uh, Keisha Cole DJ was trash. Probably the worst DJ I've ever seen. I, I mean, was in, I just I just think about it like this is that was one of the biggest like most hyped verses versus since the shit started, like since the Gucci Mane and um. Gucci um, versus um this nigga. What the fuck is his name is? Oh, Jeezy, Jeezy, Jeezy. Yeah, Jeezy, like Jeezy, it was Jeezy. it was too it was too hyped for it so for it not to be good. Like I feel like they fucked up. Yeah, I like I thought it was okay. I I, like I said I wish it was in the same room. Would have been better if it was in the same room. I feel like it would have been better the first time around. If it's something didn't catch COVID, I think it would have been fire. Then like the last like half an hour, they was just rushing through shit. So I was like, all right, this isn't this isn't for me. Moving on, though, because there's not. I didn't watch it though. To me, it's it's a bit irrelevant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nah, I was like, whatever. It was all right, but you know, actually, I'm I'm actually shocked, bro. You wasn't wasn't in your little R and B bag, you know, playing the Shanti. I don't know, man. Like I I I haven't I haven't gotten I haven't been able to tune in too many into the verses just because I don't know, but. The Jeezy and the Gucci thing, I feel like that set such a high bar for that to be my first versus that, you know, like, you got to get artists that I'm invested in. I don't because 
the snowman era, like we was there, man. We was buying the t-shirts off the African dudes and in the streets. I'm invested in that. I'm invested in that, bro. I was five X, six X, you know, only. So I'm invested in that. But the other two women, they had great hits, but I wasn't really invested in their careers like that, you know? Okay, okay. You um you used to have a podcast, right? Huh? You used, used, used to do a podcast at one point. Yeah, right? I used to have a podcast, the Big Fella Podcast. Yes, sir. The Big Fella Podcast? Yeah. That's, that's actually, that actually sounds pretty fire. It was just you? It was me and one of my uh, my co-hosts was uh, Jackson Roman. He is a photographer, very talented on IG. You should find him, Jackson Roman, at Jackson Roman. Real cool people. He was my co-host. He actually started as my photographer. He would uh, photographer give us a couple of clicks and whenever we'd have the gas or we was in the back room chilling or whatever. Yeah. And then, you know, we just built a natural, a natural organic friendship. And I was like, yo, why don't you just hop on the mic, bro, instead of just being in the studio taking pictures? And then it flowed, man. Just like you and Brian, it just flowed. So I took it. Why'd you stop doing it? Uh, logistics. Um, uh, it just started getting to a point where we would do it out of a studio in, in Dagman. And, you know, I... I, I don't really have anything bad to say about whoever the people that ran the studio. I felt like, you know, the engineer was super respectful. Um, the owner of the studio was a really cool dude. I never forgot a bad vibe, but I just felt like at one point, because the network that we were on was in a constant shift, podcasts were dropping or whatever. Their initial deal was that you would only have to pay a certain fee, which was very, very friendly, I might add, just because the network had so many podcasts. But at that point, there was only like three left, and I was one of them. So the mm-hmm. fee got like tripled overnight. And then one of my guests came late one day, and I was told that, yo, it's cool. You can start late. Don't worry. But then that don't worry turned into another X amount of dollars that I had to pay. And then when I saw that, I was like, you know what, bro? I'm good. So Would you ever, would you ever, start, would you, would you ever start one again, or would you ever bring it back? Not that podcast. I'd probably go something into more of what I'm doing now. It's a more kind of like a fight podcast, but I would find a way to make it uh, appealing to just any listener. So I'd probably be open to that under the right circumstances. Well, well, the Your Podcast Network is looking for another pod, bro. So what's up? <laughs> we're, looking, we're, looking, we're looking to expand. <laughs> sign up. We're, we're trying to grow. Yeah, we're, we're looking, yeah, looking to we're, expand. We need a sports fight pod, bro. What's up? I'm just saying. A what pod? A sports slash fight pod. Hey, man, you know, that's something that I think under the right uh, leadership, I'd be willing to uh, consider, man. Oh. Ryan Garcia versus Manny Pacquiao. What are your takes? Is that real? I don't know, but Ryan Garcia. I don't know. Everybody's been sending it to me, and even I posted it, but I'm like, I'm not believing shit till I hear it from Pacquiao. <laughs> <laughs> Because right now, it's just Ryan's people posting that shit. And I'm like, yo, Ryan, I need to hear this from Manny. Because Manny's the one. Manny's the A-side. So I need yeah, to hear from him. He's the one that decides everything. Yeah. So word, word is that it's going to be an exhibition. They don't want to sanction oh. it. And they want to, like, give it to ch- give the money to charity. But, you know, I, I, I don't know how much sense that makes. Because if you're going to fight back, yeah, why not just make it a real fight, you know? That's, mm-hmm. not, that's what I'm so, saying. That doesn't make sense. So, I don't it's know. But I, early odds. But the thing is, 
that actually might be a play because Pacquiao is very big on on um donating and helping people. Oh yeah, yeah, he is. So he that is, actually might be a play just to get him into that conversation to fight him and then just blow up because that's the same thing as the McGregor versus versus thing versus Floyd effect. You yeah, fight somebody yeah, that's awesome. so much bigger than you that your name goes crazy and you're worth everything. And remember, he wants uh, to be a thing. He wants to be an actor. A lot of people are relating this fight to the Canelo and Mayweather fight. How yeah. you're fighting somebody with such a bigger name that even if you lose, it's technically a W because yep. you just yeah, shared the I, stage I feel like with Canelo. Didn't lose anything. Canelo didn't lose anything by losing that fight. So like Canelo gained everything from getting that fight. Like, yeah, he didn't that's lose like, anything at all. That was that was an internship. And know? that's his only loss. That's 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 his only loss. The all his everybody wants to say he lost the triple G fight, which the first fight I could see that as a draw, and it was, and maybe I would have edged it out to triple G only by split though, because I don't think either guy did enough to win a unanimous. But he came back, and I think it's quite it's like no doubt that he whooped Triple G in the second fight. I don't know why people oh, can't, can't see that, you know? Did you see mm-hmm. the, the second Canelo Triple G fight, uh, Brian? Nah, I didn't see that one. Yeah, that, that, that one. was a totally different fight. And people don't... I think sometimes people think I'm a conspiracy theorist when I say this, but it's been yeah. proven that... Uh, Chris, you know the gloves that a lot of us boxers use for training, right? They're the winning yeah. gloves from Japan. The, the winning gloves, yeah. Everyone loves those gloves because they protect your hands the best. They're quote-unquote pillows, right? Mm-hmm. Canelo fought in those gloves in the first Super G fight. You're not supposed to fight in those gloves because they take away a little bit of your power. I'm not making excuses, but I'm just giving people facts. The way aren't, they those just, the, aren't those like sparring and pad gloves? Those, those are not. Those you you want to use those in training because in training, mm-hmm. you're, you know, you're training damn near every day, so you want to protect your hands. But in a fight... The object is to hurt somebody, so you want them to feel the punch as much as possible. You're not, you can't do that in a winning glove. In the second fight, Canelo fought in Everlast gloves, and look at the difference. He went to the body more, and all of a sudden, Triple G felt those punches a lot more, because by the fifth round, he was sucking wind. He was breathing through his mouth. So, but that's just me. I'm just a guy that's, you know, has this one theory that people don't want to believe. That's why we need. That's why we need you, and that's why we need you on this fight, fight bro. I'm telling you, <laughs> yo, Brian. I just, I just try to give people different <laughs> angles, bro. That's it. Yeah, <laughs> going back to this podcasting before, before I did this real quick. Yeah. Um, yo, Brian. I know Brian. I, I was talking to Brian about this. I'm not gonna bring up who it was or whose podcast was it, but um, bro, I was listening to this podcast, right? And I'm just like, yo, I, I guess it's new, whatever. And it's like, yo, y'all niggas cannot talk about sex for a whole hour. Like, it's a whole hour of just, well, it? M- my man this, my girl this. And I'm just like, yo, I, I Was can't it a sex it. podcast, though? Nah, it's not. Well, it's. Y'all getting a, po- a Robin Bird podcast? <laughs> nah, nah, nah. But they, it's, I guess it's about, like, male and female perspectives. But, bro, the whole hour is about sex. And then, like, the second one is the same thing. I'm like, yo, y'all niggas is going to blow y'all load quick on that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, unintended, Fritz? Unintended. Bro, it's like, yo. They only, have, they only have two episodes? There's three now. There's three. This should be, this should be four coming did soon. You, but did you hear I know the there's third three. one? I didn't hear the third one yet. 
All right, so the first one was all about sex. The second, the second one was, one was about also sex. about sex. Maybe that's just their narrative. Maybe that's Bro, just what they're the content that they want to put out. That's a, it's, have, it's not. It's have, not a bad one if they if they can keep it creative. It actually might be smart. Yeah, but how, how many times you gonna talk about different? I don't. I don't know. I just can't. I feel like you bring it up once and you move on. You know. Nobody cares about fucking. And I feel like it's not just done. I feel like every podcast starts off the same way. And I, we've been doing this almost two. It'll, it'll be two years in March. Yeah. The, the your podcast will be will be two years old in March. And I get it. When we first started, we was asking wild ass questions. But I feel like every like now, and I've I've listened to these new pod. I do this on purpose because like I tell people, yo, start a pod, start a pod, start a pod. Like, and whenever they do, I hey, I'll give it a listen. I got time on my hands. I listen, and it's like I I feel like a lot of them is the same thing. Over and over again. It's like, yeah. how many times you go ask if a nigga eat ass? You know what I'm saying? Like, how how many times? <laughs> like, like you get your first female guest, and then you be like, "Yo, you suck dick." It's like what? Like, yo, like, like it's like it's like nobody wants to hear that after a while. Like, you know, or they'll persuade that question into you know. And I've had we've had some. I had a we had I had a real freak on like the first couple episodes of the podcast. And I mean, she said some wild shit about her losing a baby and all that, but we didn't ask that question. <laughs> we didn't ask that question. She just brought it out. You know what I'm saying? Like, like she was saying all freaky shit that she was doing. We didn't ask that question. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and if we was, it would have been like a one off. You know what I'm saying? But we can't do that for a whole hour. Like, I don't know. That's just me. But um, yeah, that's nah, just, that's, I that's that's. I mean, it's early on. It's early on. Let's see. I wish them the best, of course. Uh, I'll, I'll let's, see. Too. let's see their pro- their progression. Maybe that's just maybe like I was saying. Maybe that's the narrative that they want to take, and yeah. it's not a bad idea. There are sex podcasts or podcasts that that's mainly what they talk about. But who knows? Maybe people. Maybe that's what their people want to listen to. I don't know. Uh, I'm, I'm still listening to it. I'm going to listen to it probably after this because I, I don't have shit to do. After I saw this to heck and all that, we can just edit it. But yeah, yeah. Yeah. I got um one more topic before we wrap this up. Uh, Yeah, I'm gonna, I got two, but I'm going to save one for next. I'm going to save one for next week. So I got one. How do y'all feel about squashing beef? And have y'all ever squashed the beef that y'all have for a while? Like, y'all, y'all ever, like, you know. I, I'm trying to figure out how, how to better say this. Have you ever had beef with someone for a period of time and squashed it recently in this in this age? Or how do y'all feel about squashing beef? Do y'all hold grudges? Can y'all hold grudges? Do y'all hold grudges or, or not? Mambo, you go first this one. Um, it depends. Um, I got a pretty good example. Um, and I'm not going to name names because I refuse. I'm not trying to give anybody any promo or anything like that. But Do I know them? Bridge. Fridge, you was there the day I trained him. You saw oh, okay. that, you know. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay, yeah, go ahead. So, go ahead. so you know, this was a guy that I grew up in. Uh, I grew up with him in high school. Um, I, I, me and him, we saw each other grow. So, he's he's ventured into rapping over. You know, he started like in 2014 or whatever, or maybe earlier than that. Um, he used to have these little shows in LES or whatever. I would buy tickets to where, you know. Um, I couldn't attend, but I wanted to show love, you know, just because I believed in him. Um, 
flash, you know, fast forward to a couple months ago, he hits me up before I leave to Florida, telling me, "Can I train him?" And you know how much my prices are. I tell him my prices, and you know, um, it all went good. Fridge was even there that day. I trained him in a park, and he did he did pretty good. It was all good, and then. I allowed myself to think that our past relationship meant something. So, and this was a good lesson, I'd say, to me, because looking back at it now, I'm okay that it happened. Uh, I told him my price, and, you know, we departed. He ended up leaving uh, to the Bronx, and he was just walking in the same direction Fridge was, and I went home. And I, the dude never got back to me. I would hit him up again, and my texts that were blue are now turning green. So, and then all everything starts making sense to me. Like, yo, no wonder this dude always has a different cell phone number every time I hit him. No wonder this or that. Because I'm thinking, yo, maybe this guy owes money to a bunch of people, always on the run, or it's just a bad character, you know? So, from that day on, that person is out of my life because I felt like that was a decision that was made by that person to burn a bridge. I'm not calling that beef. I'm calling that getting wiser, you know? So if people would classify that as me having, you know, I've never been in, in the same room with him ever since. And he did that because he knew that he probably would never be in the same room with me again. So, but I call that getting wiser. I think we're at an age where beefing is a something that if you're beefing with somebody at this age with all these other priorities that you have after all we've been through with corona i think you're not an adult yet you know you're definitely definitely a child still so i can't say i beef with people anymore okay not for you brian what about you so i beef with my cat right here that's in front of yeah, me i can tell yeah yeah <laughs> all the time we beef every day but um like a long, like a beef that I had, I don't know. I don't, I can give you a different one. Like I I had a beef for a very long time with one person. So one day, like we was in the park, we was playing ball, me and my cousin. And some shit happened, the nigga was going to hit my cousin and I refused him. I'm like, yo, bro, you know that's not going to happen. That's my cousin, he's with me. So normally niggas, they, they would know to fall back. He didn't fall back. So long story short, we fought beat his ass, sent him to the hospital. He vowed and literally came to where I was, I had a tournament on the next week and vowed that every time that he sees me, me and him are going to fight. Okay. So, that day... It's a lot of energy to have, though. (laughs) It's a lot of energy. Mind you, he used to go to Westside and he went to Westside like the next day because they happened like on a Sunday. He went to Westside the next day like, yo... You should see the other nigga. I sent the other nigga to the hospital. And my mans, I know you remember Julio, Julio and Anthony. Yes. That they lived, they was in my lived around my way. I do. So they came and they they, they was in the school. I'm like, yo, my nigga, you a fucking liar, bro. That nigga fuck you up. Like, so I see him after that. That happened within like oh two weeks. I see him a month later. I'm walking home. He lived close to me. He lived on St. Nick. I live off a wash. So I'm always on Audubon and Epson, I'm chilling. So he, I'm leaving, I'm walking home, I see him, boom, we fought. Two months later, we fought. Like two years later, nigga, I bump into this dude. Mind you, that's the last thing I'm fucking thinking about. I bump into this dude at like 181st, I was doing something. And this ain't yeah. wanted to fight me again, bro. 
my nigga. So like I was, I know I, we know the same people because we're from the same hood. Yeah. So yeah. I had to like I'm telling his cousin like, yo, just get him away from me, bro. Like he's lost twice, two three times. He's been pretty much like they've been talking mashing to him about it. Like bro, like that's it. I'm done. I'm done fighting you. That was two three years after the shit happened. I seen him two years ago, which is almost ten years from that. The nigga trying He's to fight the indictment, bro. He wants the trilogy, bro. <laughs> bro we need that fight on the on the McGregor point. And I know because he was he's been drinking this shit. He was with his cousin, as my man that I know also. And I know it's because he's been drinking, and I'm like, yo, bro. And I'm like, so you, so you bro, every bro, time he drinks, wait, wait, so every time he drinks. He just starts punching air and shit like that. No, to get I'm just not nah, because nah, I've seen him like he's seen like my face like passing by or driving by. Yeah, he he knows my car because I literally lives in the same hood, like I said. So I would be stopped at the light, and he would be walking by. He would see me and stare. So I we've seen each other, but we've never been close to each other in like ten years. Yeah. So then two years ago, nigga, I'm in the spot. And with the table next to me, I see one of my mans. I give him the dot. I look around. I see a couple of my peoples. We're from the same hood again, like I said. We chilling, nigga. And at the far back, who's there? Him. Lit. The fight. Then he wanted a fight. As soon as he's not even 10 minutes there, nigga wanted a fight. So I told him, yo, bro, I'm not even on this energy. I'm going to leave. I'll be next door. And that's all I did. About Yo, if, you, if you see him again, tell him to at Mambo Boxing. <laughs> What's Bro, he need help. Flashes? He need help. He need help. They Yo, need tell help. him, tell him, hit me up, and we'll be able to, you know, get these demons out. You know, put them on the bro. bag. <laughs> nah, but bro. nah, man, I, that shit, no beef, man. I, that shit is I was not. Just, just, just shit, man. I, 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 don't keep, I don't keep long beefs, bro. I don't keep long beefs. Like I've told, not like to. you see how when you get into those arguments with your boys. Yeah, yeah. And like it's to the point, like not nah, like nah. Now we have to fight. Yeah, yeah. Like there's, there's nothing. Now we have to fight. I was always the one like, look, because I feel like you, you just de pasate right now. Yeah, so yeah. me and you, we gonna fight. And after we fight, if you want to be peoples, we can be peoples again. But we need to fight like right now. So you need to figure yeah. it out, nigga. And you know me, Chuck. Oh, nigga, Chuck. My bad. You know me, fridge. Thanks, my bad. Yeah. Because Chuck was there most of the time that that happened. You know me. Oh, I'm, I'm very calm before I fight. If I'm yeah, going to tell you, I'm like, because I'm, I'm, I don't okay. argue. I'm very calm. So then after that, like, when it's time to fight, then I just go, it's game time. Bug out. Yeah. It was <laughs> That's it. But, nah, man, that shit, that beef, I had, I was just into, I, I was just, um, I wouldn't bring that up. Because I just, I just, I just crossed a beef I had with someone uh, five years ago. It was, was a five-year-old beef. Um, we were friends, like real good friends, whatever, from football. And, you know, I consider him like family. And, um, you know, he was, there was rumors and going around, he was going around, you know, doing doing friends dirty, whatever, you know, like robbing them. Not robbing them, but like stealing shit from them and all that. Yeah. So, like getting people up for classes and not paying for them? Yep. Yeah. 
Okay, yes. Technically, yeah, that is Robin. That is Robin. It's the same front right there. So I'm like, all right. You no, know, it's not the same dude. So I'm like, all right, whatever. You know, I know the stories. I know what it is. Like, I know he's going through shit, but, you know, I'm I'm day one. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is not it's not going to happen to me, man. You know? Uh, had no. He was, he was in a position where he didn't really have nowhere to go. So he was, I, he stayed with me. And I, it was my fault too, because I, I hold grudges. I really hold grudges, bro. I really hold grudges, and I, that's something that I've been working on. Because I have other family beefs, that, whatever, and other stuff like that. But uh, so I'm like, all right. So stay with me, whatever. One day there's a certain amount of money that is missing. Nah, it wasn't even a lot either, but it was missing from it was missing from my wallet. And um, I was like, damn, this this is enough money just about to like to buy weed. So I called the I called the weed man, and I was like, yo, did such and such cop from you? He said, yeah, he cop from like an hour ago. What did he cop? Oh, he cop such and such. And I was like, okay, that's about, about the money I had in my wallet. All right, cool. So I called homeboy, and I was like, nah, fam, like don't don't come back to the crib. You're not, you know, I'm not really not really feeling you. Like it's over. I'm not really fucking with you at all. Don't come back. Whatever. It was an argument. Basically, it was an argument that you know, if we seen if we seen each other, it was gonna be on site, basically. And this was five years ago. Uh, we see each other five years at a, at, a, at a funeral, you know. And then um, you know, I come. I didn't think I didn't think I was ever gonna see that nigga again. You know, I, I wasn't thinking. Funeral. No, I was at a funeral, but it wasn't. It was a different kind of time. It wasn't even like that. You know, he said he came came up to me, said what up, gave him the little little, little bullshit dab, like what's up, and know uh, it, it, it was it was it was it was a former teammate's funeral, so I was like, all right, cool, whatever. But then started talking to me, like 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 if nothing happened before, and then I was just like, all right, well, I'm not gonna be a complete dick, you know what I'm saying? But you know, I wanted to, but I wasn't, and then we ended up, we ended up talking. And then um, I brought up some shit like way after after we 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 went and got um we went and, and got some beers or whatever because he said he wanted to talk to me and I was like all right well you know if this is a setup at least let me get a couple beers in and we, we see what's up after this and he was like nah nah it's not even on that we're not even on that kind of time blah, blah. so we spoke and he apologized and I didn't know that he he had two kids he has two kids now. You know he's engaged and shit like that, and he was telling me did that he admit, no. did he huh? admit the shit? Did he admit it? He apologized. It don't sound like he admitted. He, he don't sound like he admitted. It. Sound he like you is, guys had a pointless conversation. That sounds like nah. it was a plea deal. Nah, nah, it wasn't. It wasn't a plea because in an uncomfortable plea, plea situation, bro. I don't, you I don't think it was a, squashed the beef at yeah. a funeral. Yeah, this is my shit. Why have to lead for somebody dying for this beef to be squashed? Oh, because because I wasn't because we never we haven't spoken in five years. So we don't even gotta talk during this funeral, bro. This shit is not gonna put us back together. I'm not with it. Yeah. I'm not with it. I'm sorry. Yes. I'm not you on see, that time. You see, let me get it. Let me throw a coach's red flag for a challenge real quick. There's a difference between beef. Beef. I feel like it's putting out constant energy towards something. Yeah. If he had done that to me. And I had seen him shortly after, obviously not at a funeral because there's a place and time for everything. But if I had yeah. seen him shortly after, like if I had seen the dude that did what he did to me shortly after, it would have been an actual oh, physical sorry. encounter because there's just 
don't disrespect. I don't beef with. I'm not gonna fuck you up over a principle, you know. Absolutely. Because I feel like principles are very important, especially the older you get, you know. And yeah. when you let somebody into your house and they take from you, my man, you have just crossed like the, thirty. The, really the number one was that, like, yeah. So, you know, the but most I, I also you have is that. your house. And uh, the most intimate place you have is in, in your house. And that's and that's true. And 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 I and you're you're right. You're absolutely right. But I mean, like I said, we spoke, and it's not like I didn't know he was. It's not like I didn't know he was capable of doing that. Because it's, like like it's, exactly. it's happened before. Just like me. It's happened before to other. It's happened to other people in in our circle. I'm, so, I'm from. I'm from uptown. So I kind of blame myself. Play, always letting myself play. get into that position, you know. But yeah, I like once a thief, grudge, but always I, a thief, bro. Once a thief, know, always a thief. I, we can't be friends. We don't gotta squash no static, none of that. Man, that's it's not happening. But. I just, you know, I just, you know, five years is five years. I mean, that's, I'm not making excuses. I'm just saying, like, I didn't know how shit evolved in those five years. I mean, so as long as y'all, y'all squashed y'all beef, but y'all not friends, I just, that's a different, like, we don't got no, like, we, we don't got no problems anymore, but we're, yeah. we're still not people. Like, you still not my mans. Like, was that the type of energy that y'all was on? Oh, uh, it was more like nah. It was it's, it's, well, it's more it's like, like a, re, a rekindle, rekindle a friendship type of shit. That's what he was. That's what he was trying to do. And I told him it's gonna take. I told him it was, it was gonna take some time for that. Cause like, bro, it's been five years, my nigga, and it's like you know you saying you on this different kind of time. Well, I, I gotta see. I, I I gotta see that you on this different kind of time. You know, I'm not on no. I'm not on no hater shit. But um, yeah. damn, I ain't no reason for that long. But yeah, yeah, but yeah. So I, I basically I, I left it in. There. I left it in the air, whatever. But um, because he, 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 he was my man's, you know, it's squashed. There's no, there's no beef, and all that. I think we can end that there. <laughs> Before, I, I got one more question, Ralph, because you, you, you the last one. Yo, um, so all our guests, have you ever had a chopped cheese before? And if so, where, where did you get it? And what's the best thing you got on it? What's the best thing you got on it? I've never had a chopped cheese in my life. Oh man, that's a show. Dude. <laughs> that's a show. Now my yeah. question. Your the best pizza spot you've ever been to in New York. The best pizza spot? Yeah. Don't say the Jewish mm. niggas by your Shiva. Nah, nah, nah. Um nah, the Jewish niggas by your Shiva shit was trash. Personally, me, I haven't been to no like New York City staple. But the best pizza that I've personally had, and it's kind of weird because <laughs> looking back at it, they were they weren't the cleanest place. But it was Shorty's Pizza on like one six third or one six one, something like that. A couple, a couple blocks, yeah, a couple blocks down. They had the, the pool. Window. They had the pool hall in the back. Yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. That's that, actually that yeah. to me. Their pepperoni rolls, bro. Back when I used to eat pork, that's oh you God. see, <laughs> you see, it was lit. Yo, th- this is how I know he's he's talking real shit because that's literally what everybody used to go there for. You would go there, you'll get two pepperoni rolls and a sun kiss, and you chilling, bro. You, you chilling, and chillin'. that marinara sauce it might have been from a can, but that shit felt homemade. <laughs> Nigga, they had on the corner. Have you, you had the Chinese food that was on the corner right there? Wimpies? Nah, I never got to have it because I because I, so, I used to just go straight to the pizza, man. 
So look, they had a Chinese food, the uh, Chinese food spot on the corner named Wimpy. They used to have barbecue chicken wings, amazing, and they used to put tartar sauce on top of it. It sounds weird, uh-huh. and it sounds so hit, gross, it hits you. but it used to hit. And I didn't smoke when tartar I was younger. Sauce. It used yo when I tell you it used to hit hard. Tartar sauce, was hard, bro. Tartar sauce. Tartar sauce, bro. Chris, you you gonna have to try it now. You gonna have to try it. Also, <laughs> hey, hold on. Also, before we leave, Fridge did his own shit on me in this episode. I also want to point out that Fridge was in Orlando not that long ago and re- refused to hit me up or like didn't come and like you know we didn't link or nothing. Oh, he was there. He was there like three weeks ago. He had his own and agenda, and he was also know, there in August. Let me see. I think he went in June. No, I went February, August, November, December. I know. You, I, I think I know why Fridge didn't link with me, but I'm just going, you know. Why did I link with you? Because I had COVID. <laughs> or because I had just recently gotten over COVID. Oh, no, no, no. Honestly, I didn't link with you because I wasn't driving. I couldn't get the ride. Yeah. I couldn't get the yeah. ride to come see you. But I'll come see you next time. I'll be there sometime between March and, and we will. won't be going to Miller's Air House. That's where we won't be. No, going. that's the first place we go to. We go to Miller's Air House. We gonna get some zingers. We gonna get that some fine, zingers. Listen, that fine ass establishment. We gonna get some zingers and pictures of Miller's. We gonna leave a five star review. We gonna leave a five star review, bro. <laughs> love that. I love that sleep. All right, bet, bet. Sounds like a plan, man. Well, I think we can. Right. Think we go finally end it off here. Yo, Rafa, I appreciate you for pulling up, coming through. Uh, anytime you want to come on here, thank you. Anytime you want to come on here, you know you're more than welcome. We'll talk later. We'll yes, talk sir. another day about this fight pod. Definitely, uh, definitely will, man. Brian, I hate you as always. Of course, <laughs> <laughs> always the most hated. Love it. Uh, one time All for right. one time. Can I get a year real quick? Yeah. Yeah.